First, let me say that the term white girl is to be understood in this podcast episode in the collective context as noted in the written text of representing a white female who has chosen to date in a relationship or perhaps even marry a black man. The latter privilege being extended to people of color and white folks to marry being extended and legalized in 1967 with the Supreme Court's unanimous decision um, with regards to the case of Leavenworth, Virginia legalizing interracial marriage. Progress was made making it possible for such to take place even now, legally. However, that wasn't the first instance when such happened. Many things happened behind the scenes when it came to relationships, interracial relationships. And I'm by no means an expert on interracial relationships. However, if you look at American history, even European history, you will see that there were those who chose to cross the color line. And here in America, there was blood that was built by those who chose to do so, as in other places. While it was okay behind closed doors to have some type of relationship with a man of color if you were a white woman. Publicly, it was not. And often, if it was exposed, the black man or a nigger, as he used to be called, again, adult content, we used to be a nigger. Still are, as by some white folk. He paid a higher price. Often with his life. Often with castration of his genitalia. Whether it happened on the plantation or the public street. But you see, there's always been this thing where white women have been attracted to us black men for whatever reason. And we vice versa. But throughout our history, it's ultimately our blood that was spilt for choosing to go down that road for whatever reason. In some cases, she paid a price too, but not the price of her life. Public, public example said to be set. And even when there was not involving relationships, just to look at a white woman, there was a price that was paid. You would say, Alfred, we're living in a different time now. Really? If we are, all we have to do is look at the rise of white supremacy in this country. All we have to do is look at Buffalo shooting this past weekend. You say, well, that doesn't deal directly with relationships. Well, actually, actually, it does. When the hate crosses over and the mark as a black man, I know 
that can sit there on a target, have a target on my back every day. While we are living in a time where interracial relations are more acceptable, there's still those who disagree and will do their utmost to through their hate in some form or another. If you're in an interracial relationship, I've engaged with some who have been and they shared the story. It says, pain behind the scenes, perhaps it's a father, a mother, a grandfather, a great-grandfather, someone, uh, someone who is saying that even now this is not right, this is not acceptable. Well, I, for one, I have no problem with it. Part of my backstory, and one of the reasons I tagged Christianity and the hashtag with this episode is that in the early 80s, as one of Jehovah's Witnesses, I had a white female as a ministry partner. And we became quite close, and we did the door-to-door ministry part. We served together. We volunteered together. Uh, we went to some places because my naiveness didn't... I was very naive in my thinking. I took it for granted because I'm out here doing God's work. I'm okay. We were in some spots that I recall that were dangerous for us. Small towns, counties where racism was still running deep. We could still see KKK flags. Here is a ministerial type interracial, interracial couple showing up. See how it looks. And you wouldn't think since the image that Jehovah's Witnesses were always portrayed that diversity is important. As those in our leadership saw us um, getting, developing a stronger friendship, they warned against any type of deeper personal relationship. And I say that wasn't on my mind, but that was possible because of our time we spent together engaging in ministry, two of us. But they, it was proved by organization. So those witnesses choosing not to use the word church as far as, far as that form of Christianity goes. And he said, Alfred, you know, y'all weren't dating, how does this real play in the death? On the surface, it appears such. And I knew couples who had dated and married because the loving was Virginia case made it possible when legally married. They struggled different ways with the racial part. Outside of the, the safety zone of worship, safety and worship. So, dear white girl, this message from a black father who has been there in an indirect way, who was warned against even thinking about it by good Christian folk, who was in a, grew up in a small town when it was still frowned upon, even in that period of time, who didn't really know his black history to the degree I know it now, about the blood that was spilt to make it possible even for a black man and a white woman or a black guy, a black female, to hang out together and be socially acceptable, which it is now. Dear white girl, I ask you, have you looked into the history? Did you take these things in consideration? Have you taken them in consideration? 
before you have chosen to engage with the black male. He says, well, history, yeah, that's just history, it's gone. But however, now we have at the forefront quite often critical race theory, which is basically challenging American history, which includes interracial dating as being a taboo once. Critical race theory, which in different aspects of his teaching highlight highlight how we as black men were treated, our women were treated, highlight the true American history on all levels, exposing the devils of America. I love this country. I love the progress we made. I love the freedom for couples to be in interrelationship, interracial relationships. I love the freedom now we now possess. However, dear white girl, have you considered the price tag associated with this freedom you have? And it's not have you considered it's not just because it's a Supreme Court decision that was made in 1967. Are you walking fully as possible into the blackness of the man that you have chosen to love? The son of another black man that you have chosen to love? Are you engaging with black females in your age, age bracket? Are you crossing over to his culture? And yes, many young Men and women nowadays, perhaps in their 20s and their 30s and their 40s. Because of the diversity over the last 40 some years, we have engaged more. However, our blackness still stands out. All you have to do is look at the news media. All you have to do is stop going to some small town, some store. You will see the looks. You will feel the energy. For you see, we have gone from being called nigger to being colored to being black. But at the end of the day, as a black man, perhaps the black man you're with, we're still a target here in America. But those who don't see interracial, interracial relationships as being normal. Have you given serious thought? Are you giving serious thought daily to the man that you love or you're dating has a target on his back? All they have to do is look at those the media is not putting out there a lot now. Police brutality is real. Mass incarceration is real. Black men are still an endangered species in, in a sense. And you're in a relationship with one who is an endangered species in a country that was built on the backsides of black men and women. Of all the races, from the indigenous people who have been pushed into the plantations and others, races in this country, we're the ones still standing out in the forefront of white hate. It's, we refuse to go anywhere. We refuse to back down.
Just we choose to love freely, to love you, our white women, if we are in a relationship with such. I personally love my black woman. And no, I don't always see eye to eye with her. But I, I embrace all the beauty of the blackness. That's my choice. And I celebrate my black men who choose to date you white women. That's your choice now. You have that freedom and still know you're targeting your back. By some. But they by some. But this is to you white women, white girls. You may say everything's like your door and your white friends accept you and you you're more laid back black friends accept you. But I go back to the question, how many blacks are you engaging with to look into our lives, our culture? In the state of North Carolina, you can look it up. Up to the sixties even in some counties. If you were to give birth to a child born in a interracial relationship, the racial identity of the birth certificate would say Negro. Another term that was used for us. Because it took on the bloodline of the father. So I I please explain to me how the hell some of you now if you choose the continent, I wonder. Though that's no longer done. Then people get to choose, put on the birth certificates what they want to put on the birth certificates for the races of the child. One thing that does not designate race is the word tan, T A N. When it comes to interracial children, biracial children, mixed children, of all the terms you want to use, you use. If you want tan babies, then perhaps you should have chosen to marry a white man. You could have got the true tan. Yes, black folks do tan. Our skin gets darker pigmentation, but while you may celebrate the melanin in our skin that causes the deeper, richer hues of our skin, are you celebrating our blackness or using the word tan to describe your offspring? Which is really more of a white designation when you white folks sit out in the sun long enough to get the color similar to ours that we have naturally. However you choose to get to give some type of racial identity to your children is your choice. But tan, tan is not tan is something that happened to me to y'all. We see a little darker and we throw the word out there, but the reality is we're just adjusting naturally for the most part. A lot of us. And that's just one thing. Are you if you if you bought into the stereotype of how I had some white women say on or offline, you bought in the stereotype of the sexuality of a black man? Hope you're being satisfied. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter whether you're black or white. Sexual relations is dependent upon the couple or what they choose to do. And yeah, some 
even my own people want to stereotype us as men, X, Y, Z. But then they was just men. It was just women in the area of sex, sexual performance. Some better, some not so. Message from a black father. You want my black son. You want our black sons. You want to be with our black sons. But are you really celebrating our blackness? Does it take a police police killing a black man to raise you up? To speak for a second, then you die and then it dies down. Does the media pull the lights off of the situation? Such as the Buffalo shooting now being racially hate motivated? It could happen anywhere. Well, that could be the person in relationships. Auntie, mother, grandmother, grandfather, father, who's out shopping somewhere. And some random hate person filled with hate chooses to go out over fire. That's what you're dealing with, my dear white girl. Our blackness is real, and we don't change it. It doesn't lighten up. Like our children don't really change much when it comes to melanin their skin if the children are born of an interracial relationship. I talked about my Christian faith and how it spoke against, spoke for, and behind the scenes kind of spoke, really spoke against such. Look around you. Are your white friends celebrating the fact they have a black man as a friend, so they can say, so they can say, I have black, I have a black friend. Especially, I have a black friend is one of the first clues of a racist mentality, which goes back to why that's so important that critical race theory be pushed out. The children learn about the identity of both. Parents, the lineages of both, as they can understand it, the lineages of both races have, for the most part, in this country, one race has put down the other race. However, now there's a healing season. It's been a blending season. There's been that case of Loving versus Virginia that allowed interracial relationships to be legalized. But only, I believe, God Himself really legalized it. But there had to be blood spilled along the way from slavery to now. Dear white girl, as you love a black king, you say, well, king, he's just a man. He don't rule black king. You look in your black history, do your research. There were black kings throughout history. The very Jesus Christ that you claimed is Serve if you choose Christianity is your faith was a man a of color, a brown skinned man. Look at the re look up the region of the country he was where he was in. He wasn't this pale white Jesus you see in your churches hanging on your crosses. He was a brown skinned man based upon the region he ministered in. If you choose to be of the Christian faith, look at the biblical text. It says in Genesis, 
that God reached down to earth to form man. And we know earth is dark, it's black, it's rich. So yes, in the con loose in the context, we have been kingly people from the beginning. This is what you've chosen. A bloodline that goes back to the very creative account of Genesis. If you choose to believe that way. But if you choose not to believe that way, what you've chosen still, still, is to be in a relationship with a man of color who you don't know any given effing day when he leaves the house but leaves the return home because of the hate that's out there. I'm not saying these things to cause you to worry. I'm saying these things to make you think deeply about how much you understand what is involved in dating, being in a relationship with, or being married to a black man and producing offspring from that black man whose racial identity is one of mixed race, blending. Just as the rainbow has all these wonderful colors, you've now created something of beauty a child of beauty, children perhaps of beauty, they're blending the races. And they're not tan. Because tan is not definition given to race. Are you, both of you choosing to help your offspring understand the beauty of being black from the time they can understand language? Are you choosing your conversations around the dinner table or hanging out with your white friends to talk about things such as critical race theory and the need for it to be taught to our young, all races? Are you choosing when you see the black kids and the white kids celebrating together? Of any age to celebrate that change Equip your own offspring to understand their blackness. Your white girl who's chosen to marry, date, or be in a relationship of any kind with the son of a black father. I hope you choose to understand daily what's involved with this beyond the Supreme Court decision. 1967, choose to look daily and challenge your white friends to speak the language of blackness. You say, well, Alfred, language of blackness, what is that? Simply acknowledging even when it makes people uncomfortable. You're standing beside the black man. Many of you are doing this. I salute you. I emphasize this for those who are not. You must choose. It's not just about be, being with the son of a black man. It's about embracing his blackness. It's about learning about the black history. It's about speaking out on social media, speaking out in conversations. Not using the term just melanin. Well, he has melanin. I, I, no. Your, your offspring, your children, if you have some, they're children of a black man. The children of the black man. 
choice your heart has led you to be down the road to be with a black man. You've chosen to love our black sons. You've chosen to stand by our black sons, to walk with our black sons. You've chosen our black sons as your counterpart. This is from a black father, dear white girl. As you choose our black sons, choose all that's associated with their racial identity. Choose us, choose to be fully aware and continually gain insight into what's involved with being with the black son. Regardless of whether he was reared in a home or diversity or inclusiveness, he's still black at the end of the day. You're with a black man, son of a black son, grandson of a grandfather, of a black father, lineage. In America, there are still certain things that are not acceptable, even now. So you've chosen to do some things. To do this, where the blackness proudly? Where being in a relationship, interracial relationship proudly? Where for all it's worth? To a white girl. To a white girl. As you've chosen to love our black sons, do more than love them in the one to one. Love their culture, love, learn their history, learn their family history, what they may know of it. For well, you've chosen to do something that I really have an opportunity to do. In the hindsight, I'm glad I didn't step into the opportunity to embrace it get on that road I'm very glad I did I'm glad to have produced the black to black sons I'm glad to be descended even though he's not a real father like figure to me descendant of a black man but it's to you my dear white girl Let your love speak through the color. Let your love speak on the streets. Let your love manifest itself at the dinner table. When others want to speak out, you speak up. When you bear new fruitage, let that fruitage grow ripe. Water to care that fruitage of your limbs. As your limbs grow out, your leaves, your offspring blossom. Let the skin tones embrace who they are. From the earliest age to the latter years, educate, rejuvenate, celebrate. And of all things, speak on the blackness of the black man you have chosen to love.